0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the baseball podcast. We have an impromptu episode with best friend of the show, Sean Spradling. We also have oh. another surprise. Thanks, man. Oh. We also we also have another surprise guest mixed in there. That'll be really mm-hmm. cool too. You guys will get to meet Odell Fur. Now that I just took the surprise out of it. But yeah. um yeah, it's, yeah, it's really good to anymore, have Sean so. in. You know what it is? Sean texted me about an hour before we did this and said, Hey, last minute, you got any time? We should do a show. And when Sean beckons, I answer.
1: Yeah, but you know what? We we have to respect uh larger creators than us because if we don't, then how are we ever going to just ride their coattails to success?
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I have no plan for how to grow this show. My plan is to go, hey, Sean, can you share that we did a podcast? And then Kate's...
1: Yeah, hey, why don't, why don't you share it? You clip it. <laughs> you promote it period and all and all monetize it yeah 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 i'll put it on youtube sure will yeah so, yeah yeah um but we're Nathan, well, we're what are we gonna be talking about
0: we're gonna be talking about pool b of the 2023 world baseball classic because our plan had been to go through and just break down the rosters we were like okay maybe we'll do two episodes and break it in half or whatever but like i said sean beckoned and I remember one of the things that Sean said was he was like, I really like that on your podcast we talk about more of the random stuff and the lesser-covered stuff instead of just being like Team USA, Team Dominican Republic. So I All said, right. you know what, man? Let's do that. Let's start our roster breakdowns early, and let's talk about Pool B because that's like the Hell most yeah. random one, at least my in my mind.
1: Um, right. now, and so Pool that's B, what we did. Definitely the most random. Who's Maybe in Pool B? Should we talk about it? It's Japan and Korea, not random. Big fan versus. Okay. Right. And
0: then Australia – lower tier team, but they've got their fan base and then China and the Czech Republic bottom tier teams, Czech Republic. Great story. Not trying to take anything away from them, but a
1: fledgling baseball nation. I think Czech Republic, uh, is one of those things. So, uh, I don't know if we talked about this, but when Sean hit me up, we had like an hour to figure out what we were going to do. And I was basically like, I'll take care of the Czech Republic. Um, so I was reading about it, and like one of the things that I think about the Czech Republic in this tournament is, I actually kind of think their target is going to be on Australia's back. If they beat Australia, that's another statement game for them. They are never going yeah. to beat Korea. They're never in a million years going to beat Japan. If they beat Australia, which is totally doable because Australia is kind of going into the tournament with a hand tied behind their back. They don't have Hendricks. Yeah. They don't have Mead. So, like, that's a winnable game for them. If they win that game, that's, like, more impressive than them beating Spain in the qualifiers. Yeah,
0: and- yeah, it is. And I think one of the important things to, to keep in mind is, I, and I don't know how this is going to work. This is just speculation. Mm-hmm. But in 2017, before it came out that, okay, four new teams are going to qualify, everybody in the previous tournament keeps their spot. Mm-hmm. The, the way it had been was the team that finishes lowest in their pool has to go back into the qualifying tournament and that spots up for grabs. So for instance, China was in a pool with I think Cuba, Japan and Australia, China got beaten every time they went zero and three, they right. finished last in their shockingly. Pool. And but... then, right, right. And then China had it stayed the same way would have had to play a qualifying tournament to get its spot back. So right. I'm assuming, and, and not that there's anything wrong with that. Of course, but, If the tournament expands to 28 or 32 or something in the future, great. I'm all for it. I want to see more teams, but I'm Mm -hmm. assuming they're thinking 20 is a good number, maybe. So they might, they might stay there if they stay there. I would assume. They'll do something to the same effect of the last team or the last two teams will have to requalify. So even if you like, if you're looking at Japan and Korea, we're probably not going to move past them. But if you can beat China, if you can beat the Czech Republic, if you can beat Australia, that'll vault you up the rankings within your own pool and hopefully right. safeguard your spot in the next tournament. So mm. that is something to keep in mind. Where even a team like China or the Czech Republic, who's going, man, we're not advancing, you still want to try and rack up at least one win so right. so that you're not in a position where you might have to requalify.
1: Yeah, they're not just playing out the string. You know, There's, right. there won't be any of that. So right, the, exactly, I, yeah. I like that system because, you know, it does give teams like like Nicaragua and Pool D is, you know, they would probably be playing out the string without this. China <laughs> right. and the Czech Republic, probably more so China right now, would just be playing out the string because, as we'll get to, uh, China, there is evidence now that China has a full team, but, you know, I wouldn't call it strong evidence
0: <laughs> no you know?
1: no but, um, i'm not
0: be- i'm not believing until i see it
1: yeah over in pool a i mean my guess is that panama and like taiwan are going to be fighting for that final spot maybe italy if they have a bad tournament but i like that you know the teams that are just never going to advance they do have something to play for other than just you know hey we tried like great britain and pool c it's just not right. a match for any of the other teams so that that's nice that you know there's a reason yeah. to be there other Yeah, than... I like it.
0: I mean, I, I want the tournament to expand, so I, I want this to be a mood point, really, but I think there's a good chance mm-hmm. it stays this way. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoy our interview with Sean and Odell. Odell's great. I'll give his socials at the end. And um, thanks for listening to this episode of the Baseball Podcast. I hope you enjoy Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Baseball Podcast. We are pleasantly surprised to be joined by the late, great Sean Spradling. You like The our, late, career? great. Yeah. Like, yeah. I R.I.P. <laughs> I do that at work all the time. I'll call out people's drinks and be like, the late, great, whatever. And they'll just kind of oh! – um, Anyway, <laughs> we're here with Sean Spradling. We're going to be talking pool B of the World Baseball Classic because that's the one that I feel like is going to get the least amount of hype other than Japan. So – did you sound uh, so
1: tenuous on that? You
0: were like, "Pool <laughs> B." You know why? Because I keep wanting you to say "Pool A," and I looked at my phone and was like, "Wait a minute, it's Pool B." That's why. <laughs> that's why. But anyway, let's right. just uh, let's jump let's into it. Unless Sean, do you want to plug your podcast and stuff real fast? Yeah, sure. I have come back
2: from the dead to join the podcast, (laughs) uh, and I have my own podcast now. Uh, It's called WBC Central. It's on the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast network. You can find it on all streaming platforms. Um, You probably know I have a Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. You you
0: don't say. (laughs) Yeah, Your
2: Twitter, a little-known feature of your (laughs) social media footprint. (laughs) <laughs> yes, but podcast is fun. My audio setup is crap, but if you can bear with that, um... same.
0: <laughs> no, it's not great. bad. You, you've got it jam packed with good information, and uh, that's all. That's all. That's all that you need to do, right?
2: Thank you, thank you. You want to talk about Japan? <laughs> yes, yeah, let's dude, start with let, Japan. Let's okay, jump
0: into it. Japan,
2: who I would say is definitely a top tier team in the tournament. Pool B is hilarious because. While Pool A, I would say, is the most even across the board, Pool B is by far the biggest gap between, like, the top talent and the bottom talent, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um,
0: You know what it is? It's stars and scrubs. It really is. It's two very good teams, and and that's it.
2: You have the most successful team in WBC history and then you have a team that's never played in the WBC and has firemen starting on the mound. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot of fun. I can't wait. Um, With Japan, I would say they're definitely a top tier team. They're right up there with us and Dominican Republic. If you want to put them like just ever so slightly behind that, those top two, because those two teams are stacked, that's fine. But I would say that they have just as realistic of a chance to win the tournament as those top two teams like they are they've won it twice they're the only country that's ever won the wbc more than once and this is yet even with those wins this is their strongest team that they've ever brought to the wbc so i mean if you're looking at like mlb talent that people in the u.s mlb fans would know Obviously, Shohei Otani. You got Seiya Suzuki and Masataki Yoshida, who uh, is now on the Red Sox. Um, and then everybody's favorite Japanese name, Lars Neutbar,
1: who Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> Neutbar
1: Yeah. The oh, Dutch, hey. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to make it doubly Japanese. Come on.
0: Yeah, it was already Japanese enough.
2: <laughs> the Dutch Japanese. Yeah, that one was yeah. so funny when people realized that he was Japanese, which is he? I mean, his mom is from Japan, and, like, there's right. videos of him like as a kid saying like, yeah, I'd love to play for Team Japan. So it's crazy that right. he actually does right. get to play for the national team now. Um, that'd be he the outfield. It. Yeah, it's it, it's super cool. Um, the stars that I think everybody wants to see are Munitaka Murakami, their third baseman, and then the mm-hmm. two pitchers uh, who y'all talked about with uh, Baseball International a couple episodes yeah. ago. Um, Yoshinobu Yamamoto and Roki Sasaki. Um, Roki Sasaki is like the guy that everybody knows, but he's not even the best pitcher in Japan. Mm Yamamoto (laughs) has been the guy for like three, four years.
0: Right. Yeah. We were looking at his stats and he was unbelievable. He was bananas.
2: It's crazy. Yeah, he, like, you hear the name Roki Sasaki because he's going to be coming over to the U.S. He's like 21 or – I think he's 21. Um, right. Yeah, that but then, sounds right. <laughs> once you realize he's not even the best pitcher in Japan, your mind is blown. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, not to mention Darvish and Otani. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, oh, yeah, there they, you go. Yeah. That's right. the rotation who I would say has the best pitching rotation of anyone in the tournament. Yeah, they like, do. It's it's unbelievable.
1: They're the only team that was in contention for the best rotation that didn't suffer like, massive losses when the roster right. was actually dropped. Because yep. the U.S. Yeah, lost Logan They didn't, and, they didn't uh, suffer
0: any losses, I don't think, did they?
1: No. Nope.
0: Like, they didn't have any yeah. commitments or injuries or anything. They're one of the only teams I can think of that were just, here's our roster, and then they finally came and they just did it. Yep. That's wonderful. Yep, exactly. They're it's the only team. Because they love team... their country. <laughs> well that You're really it. is a testament to like how seriously japan takes it and i wish we had more of that in the u.s or in mlb yeah. i'll say
2: i agree no i definitely agree even with the dominican republic they lost a couple guys who are in mlb who are yeah. vital pieces in their pitching yeah. staff but before uh japan they didn't they didn't lose anyone
1: yeah yeah, yeah uh, no. the dr lost who they lost fromber valdez right yep and yeah, then luis, luis castillo uh, luis castillo i mean severino like freddie peralta yeah, and then they, you go to the bullpen, Sir Anthony
2: Dominguez, uh, what's his name? Guardians closer, Emmanuel Classe Yeah, like
0: is pretty brutal.
2: Yeah, yeah they, I, I mean, mean they're still
0: they're still loaded. They're still loaded, but oh, yeah. it, it's a, it's yeah. a shame. But yeah, Japan's loaded, and they didn't lose anybody, which is great, which is which is wonderful. So anyway, so we went over the outfield, we went over the rotation. Who's who's in the bullpen for them? I I have no idea. You tell me.
2: Yeah, in <laughs> so in the bullpen, there's well they have a lot of starters on their pitching staff. Um, But the, I mean, the rest of the names are like Hiromi Ito is really, really good. Uh, Hiroto Takahashi. One guy that I think that people were really shocked to see on the roster is Yuki Udegawa. Um, Mm -hmm. He is half Japanese and half Filipino. I think let me fact check that. But um, I was talking with uh, Yaku Cosmopolitan. Um, Mm -hmm. He's like a great source for, uh, for Japanese baseball on Twitter and on YouTube. And he was saying, like, he was shocked that he was on the team, but so excited um, because he is, like, 20 years old, uh, maybe 21. His numbers last year, he pitched in 19 games. He's a rookie last year. 0.81 ERA, 32 strikeouts through 22 innings. So that guy is definitely a name to look out for. Um, So all – throughout the pitching staff it's it's ridiculous um the only Mm -hmm. guy and we can talk about the infield in a little bit too but the only guy that's missing from the roster that is like one of the top tier players in japan is uh yuki yanagita he's Mm -hmm. like a, a consensus top 10 player in japanese history um but he's like a little bit older and had a down year last year he's still like one of the best players in Japan, but because of his down year last year, and I think he, I think he just got traded or, or maybe he just wants to focus on spring training. He's the only guy that it was like, I'm not going to play on the team. We got right. other guys that are better than me. So I'm going to sit out.
1: Yeah. That, that's not the reason you usually hear with like American players. Is it like, oh ah, yeah, you know, we want to put the best team out there. It's always like, well, you know, <laughs> I just, uh, You're saving these know. bullets. I'm a little I'm a little bored. You know, I, I, I just want to go to spring training, hang out with the boys. You know, got to make I mean, sure I don't mess up with my uh, arm
2: yeah. regimen before the season.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess for so, somebody like I mean, I, I don't know, baseball contracts are guaranteed. So like if it was like football and like if you get hurt, then you just don't get paid. I would understand. Yeah. Oh, like, if you're Max Scherzer yeah. and you get hurt, it's like, well, I mean, you're still going to get paid. Like, obviously, the Mets are going to be mad, but the Mets are used to their starting pitchers being out for the season. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the, Mets, the,
0: Mets, the Mets a lot of times have been the cause of their pitchers getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, Sean, I'm you know, assuming you have this this Team Japan running the tables going 4-0. Yeah, I
2: don't, I don't see them losing any game. Um, you could make a case that Korea could beat them. Mm-hmm. they're the only team in that pool that is competition for them that the other three i don't think it's going to be even close but i right. i see this team sweeping the floor for sure
0: and yeah it like, seems to me like if korea has their best day and japan and whoever starts for japan has like a clunker then you could see a win but like australia as much as i love them no chance china yeah. and the czech republic even less of a chance than australia yeah. <laughs> so um Okay is there anything else you want to talk about with Japan? Odell just told me he's ready so we can just talk.
1: Korea yeah, if you rope, want. Just yeah I mean in.
0: that's th- those are the big things. The only uh, I'll
2: name just two other guys to look out for, nicknames to to make sure that you, you know before the tournament. Uh Shugo Maki, he's also like 22. This whole team's incredibly young. He can either play first or second base. He'll definitely be in the starting lineup, but he's okay. an insane bat as well. And then another guy, Hotaka Yamakawa. He's like one of the biggest Power Bats in uh, Japan but he's not like a traditional Japanese style like bat he does he doesn't have the on-base skills his like OPS is really high because of the slugging but I don't think Japan like Japanese fans are all on board with him starting instead of Tetsudo Yamada so yeah that's those are kind of the names to know
1: he's the Japanese Adam Dunn (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's a great (laughs) compliment it's kind i of love me. adam dunn okay that's not a that's not a diss in any
2: way i'd i'd say he's definitely better than than adam dunn maybe adam
1: dunn at his peak yeah like red's adam dunn yeah there you go
0: so sean i do have to ask this is unrelated to the baseball aspect of it but how did you figure out how to pronounce all these because as our legions of fans know this is not an easy task evidenced by tom right
2: yeah <laughs> Uh, a lot of
0: practice. <laughs>
2: um, just asking, yeah. uh, asking some some people on on Twitter. I have thanks to all of this WBC content. I have plenty of people that feel comfortable correcting me when I don't pronounce something the right way. <laughs> so, which is I've good. Which a is lot good. of trial and error. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here, so who's uh, real Go quick?
2: I, I looked up Yamakawa's uh, stats. He had forty one home runs in, in 2022 his okay. OPS was 953 but his batting average was only 266 and his on-base percentage was 375 whereas Tetsudo Yamada is the other guy that would probably start ahead of him at second base instead of and, and then move Shugo Maki to first his on-base percentage is uh, I think much higher uh not as much not nearly as much power but I think that he's just the more like safe bet in the lineup but right. I would prefer Yamakawa in there with those 44 bombs
1: yeah Yamakawa would that's a very adam dunn in line so yeah that's my kind of player too i'm a big fan of yeah hit hit more home runs (laughs) so but i know like i mean japan their team has always every time i watch the world baseball classics always like have really good pitching and then they just manufacture a couple runs and just make them hold up yeah so you know I, so, if, if I'm Japanese fans. I don't know why you would want to mess with that because it has worked really well. Yeah, exactly. So who do you
0: have as your, as your team, Japan MVP, give me a pitcher and a hitter. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with
2: Yoshinobu Yamamoto as the MVP pitcher. He's just, I mean, he has, I haven't seen, I don't think there's a single season that he's pitched poorly in NPB. Like I, I, he's unbelievable. Um, He's been the MVP or like the Cy Young equivalent, I think a couple times over there. Um, mm-hmm. And then for MVP bat, I don't know. Is it, is it too hot? I mean, is it too chalk to say Otani? That's fine. <laughs> I, I, I That's just fine. feel like he's going to go off like against all of those other teams in yeah. pool B. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. It's, it's almost like, you know, who else are you going to say? Like, you know, Otani is, one of the best sitters in the whole world like, yeah why would he not go off <laughs> so, i think yeah. i think that's a pretty safe bet I'm yeah not,
2: yeah I, I mean
0: i think all four of japan's games in the first round is gonna be beat downs you <laughs> yeah, know i, I so. guess korea yeah. might be kind of close but everybody else is <sighs> just it's not even gonna be fair
1: um yeah japan korea matchups probably the, the only one that's like must watch for for this yeah. pool yeah well, well I, it's like a huge I mean rivalry
0: if... And it'll be in Japan, right? So it should be really exciting. Hey, really mm-hmm. fast. This is unrelated, but I, I wanted to ask just because this popped into my head. Do you know why there mm-hmm. aren't being any games held in Korea? Because the last WBC they did, and obviously they have the facilities.
2: Um, I don't know how they chose the pools. Um, Normally it is two. I think it, it's oh. normally two in East Asia and then two over here. Um, right. So – I think they just chose Taiwan. I don't know why over yeah. Korea. Oh, who What's is?
1: up? Yeah,
2: there he was. is.
0: Odell. So
2: we're yeah, all meeting this. We're, got ready we're all meeting and
3: now we're here.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it, man. So, so we decided to bring on a a Korean baseball expert because uh, expert. none of us know what we're talking about.
3: <laughs> so right. At least yeah. compared to us who are.
0: <laughs> Odell, I'm Ethan, Sean, you know, and this is my cousin
3: Tom. What's going Thank on, Thank you man? guys for having me. I'm glad I can provide some insight for you guys. Some expertise dude, yeah, dude. coming on.
0: Yeah, dude. So we're going to go over Team Korea. You want to just take the reins and tell us what you know? Because I don't know who anybody is outside of MLB.
3: <laughs> I got you. I got you. So we're, I guess we start off with the uh, rotation. So some of you guys might know Kwan Young Kim, former St. Louis Cardinal. Um, he's going to be the uh, leader, the vet, um, the ace. Um, he's pitched pretty well since he's returned as well. Um, he was on the best record team last year in the Lander, so he's definitely still got it in him. hes I want to say 34. Don't quote me on that, but he's definitely still got it. What I heard is he's not going to pitch against Japan, a.k.a. what's likely the biggest matchup game, to save him for the, the winner-go-home game against Group A. So I heard that uh, Lee, the manager, um, wants to strategize a little bit and it's gonna start Chang Mo Ku, um, or Koo Cheng Mo in Korean way, um, pitching for the dinos. Um, he is the uh closest guy to come to the majors for pitching. He's 25 years old. Um, he's been injury prone a little bit. So he's had like around a 1.9 to 2.1 give or take in the past three years from when he has pitched. So he's definitely that guy. People have said he's like Patrick Corbin back in his prime. Um, he's not going to overpower you, but he's definitely, you know, his slider is really good. You know, he's a lefty and he's definitely um, one to watch out for. So he's likely to start against Japan. Um, I'm very excited to see what he can do against, you know, more nationalized competition. Um, throw who he'll be throwing to is uh, uh, Yang Yangui who who he was also teammates with. That's your he guy. Just left. He just left. So that is actually my favorite player who's not on my team so i'm getting his jersey now that he left but there was actually just an article that came out saying i was excited to throw to him they you know they had four years together they want to ring together so they're excited to have one less run together before then it's all coup against yang for the first time in the kbo so yang is um in my opinion the greatest catcher in kbo history um he could bat 330 20 30 bombs He's insane. Good leadership. Good behind the plate. Nothing can't do except maybe run. But you're not asking that. He's not JT Riamuuta yeah, who can run like <laughs> no one. But
1: yeah, your right. average catcher is a little bit of a cinder block yeah, on yeah, the
3: base yeah. path. So you know what you can <laughs> do. <laughs> um, one guy to, to look out for who's a bit younger, um, Sohyun John on the KT Wiz. Um, they're they they just won their first ring in 2021. They were a newer team to the league. Um, And he's 21, give or take. Um, He's definitely one to watch. So Hyun John, he wears 30, um, right-handed pitcher. None of these guys are going to overpower you, um, but he can throw maybe 95, 96, um, you know, um, around there. Um, He's one to watch. And then in the pen, one of my favorite pitchers is Go, I want to say his name is. Um, And he's wearing 19. He is... The next best guy since uh, So Huang Yo, who used to pitch in the majors with the Blue Jays, the Rockies, a couple teams. Um, he's filthy. He's straight up filthy. He pitches for the LG Twins. He's one to watch out for. Um, I don't usually think about getting a reliever's jersey, but if I was, I would definitely get his. He's he's my he's my favorite reliever that I've, I've I don't really talk about re- relievers like that, but he's filthy. KBO is known for the relievers being bad. The Twins have a stacked bullpen. They have like three guys, I want to say, that made the roster. Another guy who didn't make the roster, their bullpen is crazy good. Um, So, yeah, Go is definitely one to watch after he wears number 19. Um, Looking at the bats, we got in right field, Nasung Bum, who is a Scott Boris client. He was supposed to come to the majors. He then got injured. He had some stuff going on um there was a lot of controversy people call him the snake he was drafted by the nc dinos when they just got um into the league in 2011 or 13 around there um he was like their first ever superstar homegrown player he said he's gonna be a Dino for life if not you know besides go to the majors but that's you know there's no competition there you know what i mean so then he left he went to the kia tigers you know he got a record contract which the Dinos would have paid him big time anyways but that was controversial. He, so he's going to be manning right field, left-handed bat, definitely one to watch. We'll see what he can do outside of the KBO. Um, center field, we all know who that is, Lee Jung-ho. Um, I mean, I think at this point, if you don't know him, I mean, you don't you don't know baseball at this point. I mean, he's the he's like the one guy that everyone's starting to know. Um, I first got exposed to him in 2020 when I got into the league. And I'll just say this, his former teammate, Kim Ha-sung, I love Kim. He's he's my guy, but Lee, 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 Lee's 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 that dude. I mean, I don't know I don't know what to say, but All Lee's five tools. I mean Lee's like a <laughs> Lee's a Lee's a, a five-tool player. He's not gonna steal bags, kind of like Mike Trout. You know, Trout these days, he's not really running as much. You don't have to run when you're the team's best player, quite frankly. You wanna keep him healthy, but there's nothing he can't do. I mean, he's working on his power. He knows he wants to come to the majors. He just hit a career high, I want to say, twenty-three home runs. So he's definitely working on his power. Don't expect him to come in hit twenty bombs in his first season. Maybe after two to you know two, three, four years, he might get up to the twenty, 30s. Um, Speaking of that, I saw an article today that Kim Ha Sung is looking to hit more fastballs this year. He's working on his power too. So it's just a thing like that. Um, one guy that did not make the roster, his name is Moon. He pitches for the Hanwha Eagles. He throws like a hundred. So he's like the young flamethrower in the KBO. Their guys are getting up there. And he almost made the roster, not because he's ready, but because he, he throws gas right. um, as a starting pitcher. So guys are definitely starting to ring it up. um, and Yeah, so I'm excited to see what Lee can do against major league pitching that can throw 97, 98. Um, So some good tests will be potentially facing Shohei Otani, Rosai Sasaki. I mean, a lot of these guys, they, they throw up there, you know, plus they're filthy. So that's the big competition. People are saying he's going to get more money than Yoshida, who just signed for the Red Sox. Um, he's a bit, he's younger. He's 25 compared to like 30, give or take. Um, but the main thing is if he can't hit the fastball, that's going to dictate a lot of his contract. So right. this is a big showing for him more than anyone else, in my opinion. Um, but this show is going to determine if he's that 100, 150, 200-plus guy. A lot of teams could use a center fielder. Um, He could also slide over to left and right. He doesn't really play, but any center fielder pretty much can get the hang of that. Um, And left field, we got Hyunsu Kim. Um, Kim is a guy that I think is going to have a tremendous tournament. Uh, He was someone who came into the majors with the Orioles, um, and he actually started pretty good. Um, I don't remember what happened. I don't follow the Orioles too much, but he kind of got off the Orioles. He I don't know what happened. He kind of fell off a little bit. He went back to KBO. I don't think he was bad. I believe he got injured. I could be wrong, but he's someone I think they have a big tournament. I think he wants to prove to people that wasn't a fluke or he wasn't good enough. I think he's have a good tournament. He's definitely like the uh, leader guy for the whole team. He's he's their captain. So I thought it was going to be um, Kwon Young Kim, but Hyun Kim got the uh, captain as far as, Pictures I've shown and everyone stated, you know, we'll see what happens game day. Obviously, maybe you'll have captain one day. I don't know if he's the official captain per se. um So, yeah, and then you got Kim at short, Tommy Edman at second, Yang at catcher. Um, overall, um to give you a brief rundown, basically, I would say the bottom of KBO is like the worst of double A. Mm-hmm. The stars can compete in, in any league in the world. Um, and then, like the average player is probably like triple A. So you know, I would say like Lee doing well, it's not a fluke. I mean, sometimes guys don't translate because they're not home. They don't have their families, different language. there's all there's so many different factors, you know, even if a guy leaves them, you know, leaves the Yankees and goes to a different team, sometimes they don't do good. It's not because he can't do. It. It's just sometimes you don't fit like Cano. Cano left the Yankees and he kind of wasn't the same player. so. It's not always about, oh, he can't play in the majors sometimes. As you know, there's a lot of factors going on, stuff like that. So I'll just say that Lee can definitely play in the majors. Whether he actually translates, that's that's what we're going to see next season and in this WBC, which I cannot wait for. Let's go. All right.
0: That was good stuff, man. I don't know any of that. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, that's why you bring in a KBO fan to talk yeah. about KBO players. So, Let l- right me or ask am you right. this.
0: <clears throat> Let me ask you this. I know there were a couple of MLB guys that didn't uh, make it for one reason or another, like Dane Dunning uh, and stuff like that, Rob Raffs Snyder. Are there, were there any big KBO superstars who, for whatever reason, didn't make it? Obviously, G-Man Joy, but other than
3: that. um, So I, I would say for the most part, um, if I was to build a roster, it would be very similar. I mean, you can obviously nitpick. One guy who originally was not on the roster, I'll say it like this, who's replacing Troy G man is what's his name? Uh Troy. His name is Troy plays for the Landers. He wears 54. I'm not sure what his number is for the Cape, for the uh career team, but he is in my opinion, the next breakout star. I think once Lee leaves, he's that next guy. He's 25, give or take. I think he's that, he's that next guy up. So Troy's mm-hmm. one to like, look out for no one's going to really know who he is. Um, He's got like a little bit like long hair in the back. Um, he's definitely a spark plug guy. Who he? He's a five two guy. Once again, he's not gonna hit bombs, but he's gonna work on that. He's a younger player. And, you know, guys are starting to get more into the power categories. But Choi, someone who was not on the roster, but now is on the roster because mm. Choi, a different right. Choi. Yeah uh Choi g man is off the roster now so i'm glad he's on the roster um, when he wasn't selected i was kind of surprised he had a breakout year bet over 300 um took off i think i think he's definitely gonna be the real deal i think he's gonna be a perennial all-star candidate um, whether it comes to the majors that's if he wants i mean we'll see i'm not gonna just straight up say oh he can make it we have to see more like lee's a guy obviously he can make it but not every guy can make it, so we'll see what he can do, but he's definitely on the rise, and at the very least, if you like KBO, he's definitely a guy to watch for the next couple of seasons.
1: So if you have to pick, we did this with Team Japan for Sean. Um, who's, like, your your Team Korea Cy Young, and who's your Team Korea MVP on the, the hitting side?
3: Ooh, okay. So, I mean, st- straight away, I'm thinking either Kwon camp Kim or, or Gu Cheng Mo. I'm gonna go with Kwon Young Kim. The reason being he's the vet, he's the guy's pitched in the majors. He did great in the majors one season. He had like a two-something and then like a low threes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lean with him. But mm. Gu's the guy who you gotta watch out for. He's the guy who could come to the majors. He actually just signed a long-term deal with the dinos, but I don't think I, I don't know how that works. I think he could still leave if he wants to. There might there's like an agreement they might have to work, he might that they can work out potentially, but I'm gonna go with Quaner and Kim, and then on the um, batter side for the MVP, um, I'm gonna go with Hassan Kim, and that's being because he's the guy who's in the majors already. I mean, these okay. guys gotta, mm-hmm. you know, give any insight they can. I mean, people always make jokes with Shohei and Trap, they're facing each other. Oh, I know Shohei's pitches or this or that or mm-hmm. um. There's a better example: Yadi, Yadi talking to um, oh, but, saying oh, yeah, but- I yeah, know all yeah. his pitches, you know, something like that. <laughs> so. I think it's a lot of Ha-Sung Kim has the experience in the majors, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. Lee might be the better player, in my opinion, he is. But at the end of the day, ha Kim is in the majors. He knows some of the guys. He knows how they throw. He knows all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm going with ha Kim and then Kwan Young Kim.
1: I love it. ha Kim was a thorn in the side of us Phillies fans in the NLCS. <laughs> he, was a, he was a pain yeah, in he's the a, ass. So I can
3: he's go a, a good
2: player. I yeah.
3: name- want to name –
2: yeah. Uh, I want to name one player that Odell, you and I have talked about pretty extensively, I feel like, who was also not on the roster, but for different reasons. His name's Woojin Ahn, one mm-hmm. of, by, easily one of the best pitchers in Korea. But the reason that he's not on the roster is because he, of some bullying allegations from high school, and Whoa. they still haven't let him back on the national team. So he's, like, apologized, and they've gone – like, there's been – So much back and forth about like maybe he should be on the roster, or like him saying like I'd love to be on the team, but they just haven't let him back on the team yet. So that would be like the one pitcher that it would be nice to have him on the roster, but he he's not on the team.
0: Wait, I just I just have to ask. I just have to ask. It's not oh he's bullying people right now on his team and that's not cool. It's he might have bullied people in high school.
3: Yeah. So wouldn't like all of
0: us not be able to play then? Everybody was a jerk (laughs) in high school.
3: I I don't know what I'm talking
0: about. Maybe he did something awful, but that sounds, as someone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, just hearing that, that sounds ridiculous.
3: Yeah, so there's a lot of controversy over this topic, Mm -hmm. mostly considering this was years ago. There's nothing come up since. I mean, for me, the reason why he should or shouldn't play should not be off of as much, per se, as what he's done is also that happened so long ago, and he hasn't continued. So part of it is like, guys yeah. deserve a second chance. When you look at what he did, is it worth him never being ever allowed back? When you now look, that was five plus years back and he's not done anything since. I personally think he should be on the roster. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I don't want to throw anyone else down, but you look at some other nations, I'm not going to say players or whatnot, who have done quote, unquote, worse stuff. And uh, it's not seen. You just get a little suspension and there's that. Um, Mm -hmm. if you don't know, he's, um, Anu Jin is actually essentially suspended or banned whatever from every single competition besides the KBO and any non-run KBO organization. So he can still play for his club team and the WBC is run by major league baseball, which is why he's not banned, but like the Olympics, for example, he cannot play. Mm -hmm. So basically (laughs) in high school, he did some sort of bullying thing. Um, interestingly enough, the recent first overall pick. He just had some allegations himself where he was oh. uh I I don't I, I don't know. He was kind of complaining about stuff, about it. <laughs> his effort no. wasn't good, a lot of this. So I think um the way that the Koreans go bad it is it's like a standard. Um, especially when you have someone of his caliber. If you let him get in, now you say, Oh, the next guy can get in too. So it's like you said it, mm-hmm. that's it. No one else is gonna do it in theory um mm-hmm. once again going back that's why some other nations i think you see guys still doing this doing that it's because you just suspe- you just suspend them you're out 20 games and now you're back you know what i mean so it's yeah, like when man. you say no if you do this you're done now you're more likely to not see this stuff come up again so i think the mm-hmm. president is right i don't think what he did is deserving of him not making this roster in my opinion
0: okay so, so the issue is the punishment fitting the crime not the right the precedent. Okay, yeah. that's weird. That's weird. So, I mean, I don't know what yeah. I'm talking about, so I'm not going to get into it. We, I guess we lesson learned.
1: Go, um, if you want to play for Team Korea in the World Baseball Classic, do not be a dick in high school. Yeah, be, be don't, nice <laughs> preemptively don't be a dick because you never know how good you're going to be at baseball in your twenties. So,
0: Eddie's <laughs> right. That's oh, the so only we, we gotta, Odell, we got to. Odell, we got to let you go. Thanks for
3: coming on, man,
0: and thank talking you guys to you. for I having dude. me. I learned a lot. Pod. What's the best way for people to find you in your articles and everything?
3: Um, The moment I'm done writing articles, I will be making some uh, YouTube videos. Um, I want to. Sh- I guess I can shout out my Twitter, um, Odell for what, Yeah, whatever
0: you want people to follow.
3: Go ahead. Um, oh, I'm going to be making some TikTok videos when I go to Miami. I'm going to, to the World Baseball Classic, so I'm going to be recording some stuff there. Um, I'm debating live streaming as well. Okay. Um, all my link tree will be in my social, my Twitter. So you can check my Twitter out, Twitter, um, Odell for IRL. And that's where everything's at. But I'm going to definitely make some WBC content. I'm going to try to post Korea stuff every single day on Twitter. Um, I think I definitely am able to find the stuff easier than some other guys regarding like pictures or whatever of the players. I've kind of found out. It's kind of hard to find them. You can't just Google it exactly. So I've kind of yeah. found mm-hmm. out how to find a bunch of right. them. So I'll, I'll try to post some stuff. But thank you guys for having me. Dude, thanks hey, for coming this on. This was a lot of fun. Thanks I for educating us. I endorse that.
2: He's a great follow for Korean baseball. That's where I get a lot of my stuff for
1: Korea's team. And Sean's right. where a lot of people get their stuff. So, you know what? Nice meeting everyone yeah. as
3: well. I'll catch you guys later. Yeah, yeah man.
0: Good to see fun. you. Thanks again, Adi. I appreciate it, man. Be safe.
1: Yeah. It's rare that we get to have Sean on. Do you guys want to do a quick game of Elmer Descends?
0: Mm, Sean, are you familiar with Elmer Descends? We played I'm it not, the but market. I'm
1: very intrigued.
0: Basically, yeah. you name the most random baseball player you can think of, and we'll do the same, and whoever has the most random wins.
1: <laughs> it's, it's usually it's usually a three rounder. It's called Elmer um,
0: Descends because so you, Elmer Descends you, is the all time winner. Yeah, <laughs> that's the most random name we can think of. So you just you name a player. So for instance, ready? We last time we played it, I went Rico Bronya. And then we laugh because who the hell cares about Rico Brody? And then Tom says, Randy Cho. (laughs) You You just laugh about something. All right, let's do it.
1: That's fun. All
0: right, right, I'll put this in at the end. You want to play a real quick one?
1: Yeah, here we go. So
0: we're going to play a quick round of Elmer Descends before Sean has to go. The rules of the game are simple. Name the most random baseball player you can think of. We'll do two rounds. What do you think, boys?
1: Two rounds. All right, I love it. All right, here we go. Do you want
0: to start it off, Sean, or do you want a minute to think? sure no
2: i have one that immediately came to mind i feel like i've I, I commented this on like uh name that random player thread on twitter anyways recently so he's like on yeah that my may mind. have
1: been mine because i did this thread very recently oh it might have <laughs> been yes yeah you go ready Here you go. all right let's hear it mark
2: sacamano <laughs> yeah relative of bob
0: uh, yeah right yeah bob <laughs> i don't think i know who that is like i definitely know the name That's but like good. i can't place a team onto him yeah, i, well, think, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, with that.
2: <laughs> i think maybe he played a few games for the astros back in the like maybe 10 15 years ago but probably oh, so, like, terrible the, astros. The Tom,
0: like the tommy menzella yes J. yeah awesome. era He was just an
2: anchor on the uh, Round Rock Express when I would go to watch
1: the AAA games for them. So that's how I know him. (laughs) All right,
0: right, Tom, your turn. Okay, so
1: my first pick is (laughs) Augie (laughs) Ojeda. Like, what? Dude, I'm telling like, right. you, uh, you know what it was, and th- this isn't a pick for me, but it was because I was thinking about the fact that when we made the Australia roster in Super Mega Baseball, Trent Olchin was on there. Yeah, the Trent Olchin's a, a good pick for this, but um <laughs> then I remembered I always associate him with Augie Ojeda for some reason. So there you all go.
0: All right, all right. Here's my, I, we only got a minute, with so here's mine Omar Quintanilla.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> What do you you
0: think of old Omar? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sean, round two. Go ahead.
2: All right. This is the one I think I did comment on yours, Tom. Okay. Okay. Jeff Supan.
0: Oh, that's a great he's one. Such a good, I think he's like a restaurant owner now. Yeah.
2: Definitely more known than Mark <laughs> Sakamano, but still just as random.
0: I really like the idea of walking to like a red robin and then you see the little like general manager plate and then and it's Jeff <laughs> <Supan>. uh, <laughs> okay. Jeff Supon's like, all right, your turn.
1: So Jeff Supan. I just thought of this and I also believe I commented this on Twitter, but this is another word association one. Because the first thing I think of when I hear Jeff Supon is Derek Turnbow.
0: <laughs> Wasn't he an all-star? Uh,
1: I believe he was an all-star and he had like a 70 year
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, he, he was really good until the all-star break. He had like a three ERA or something. And then Can after I... the all-star break, he just absolutely imploded. He Can just I... had Chernobyl second half of all time. Can I follow
0: up on that theme? Can I follow up on mm-hmm. that theme of good first halves getting an All Star? Brian LaHare Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you remember that guy? <laughs> he might have been right. when the Astros were still in the NL Central. So, so yeah, probably he was a Cub. So, who's the winner? Who do you who you got, Sean? Who's the best name we just mentioned? <laughs> oh gosh. Uh LaHare might be, might, might take it for me. That one was, <laughs> was not
2: expecting
1: whatsoever. Yeah, you like Brian LaHare
0: Who you got, Tom?
1: <laughs> Brian LaHare is a pretty good one.
0: <laughs> I really like Doggy Ojeda, but I guess Brian LaHare wins it. All right, All right we'll give it to I looked up,
2: uh, <laughs> I went to baseball reference to confirm that Mark Sakamano did play in MLB. Okay, He played 10 games for the Astros in go. 2008. That's perfect.
1: Eleven oh. plate
2: appearances.
1: Oh. Yeah, can I can I guess like one hit, two hits. Oh, I was off. One home run. I love this. Whoa, I love, off you him. what he hit it off Paul Yanish? Oh, I don't know, but his uh, career
0: OPS is eight hundred, slugging of six hundred. <laughs> hey, huh? That's, well, that's higher than mine'll ever be.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I
0: do. Well, yeah, we're gonna have to have you on to just do games like an entire show. <laughs> it's so much fun, dude. We got it's a million so games that we just made yeah. up of just being stupid, but. That was fun. Let's. You got like ten minutes. You said we got three teams left. We don't have to go crazy. Give me your thoughts on China, Australia, and the Czech Republic.
2: Oh man, w- what is there not to say about China, Czech Republic, and Australia? Yeah, I mean, how do you put China, it all into ten minutes? Here's the thing about China: is we can we've now confirmed that they do have a team, which yeah. we were not able to confirm for months. They I would don't have that have Juquan
0: until they take the field.
2: that's true that might be a good point yeah (laughs) for the longest time my graphic just had juquan right in the middle of it with no one else but now they have an actual team and i don't i'm sure we've talked about it but their hat which is probably the most exciting part of their team is so sick it's the best blow up from
1: 2017 to 2023 in my opinion agreed yeah the the one from 2017 was like a hat that you get on like epic sports like it's just you get a generic C in, like, yeah. one of the fonts they have. And you're like, it, yeah, let's get it. It was like an old
2: English font, which yeah, no association with China there. Very <laughs>
0: Detroit Tigers of that. But here's the thing. That's yeah. not anything new because, like, Italy and uh, yeah. I can't think of it. But there are other teams that have to do the same thing where it's just an an I for Italy. or something. So, like, China wasn't alone in having a bad hat. But China, yeah. was, all right, we're gonna have a bad team.
1: Let's at least have a good ad. Yeah, China <laughs> had a glow up. Italy did not. It, it all <laughs> no,
0: right, so Going so they the... have
1: the eye <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: exactly. So what else you got? You got anything on the Czech Republic or Australia?
2: Yeah, real quick, the two highlights for China for uh, for their team is one, Ray Chang is a player and a coach. Okay, he's born in the U.S. He's a he's a Chinese American player. Um, but I think he's played in if not every WBC. He's played in all of them except for like one, maybe the first one. Um, okay. He was like – yeah, so he's played in almost all of them. And then they have two players named Chen
1: Chen, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> and <laughs> also um, they have, a, again, one of the most Chinese names of all time, Alan Carter. Yeah, Carter. Um, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing I think is hilarious too about China is like they have evidently Alan Carter, and they have all these guys who play baseball in China, and they have an NPB guy and a KBO guy. And I was like, oh, those are good leagues. That's good. They're both bad. <laughs> like, like their like their kvo pitcher had like a an era over five for his career and their npb guy looked up and his ops was in the 500s in fpb and i was like oh, oh. well like, i was really guy... hoping they'd get like somebody you know what I mean? it's <laughs> they, it's bad and they missed it... out on like colton wong and connor wong and uh connor joe you know and, like there could there were some guys they could have gotten if they really wanted to or I'm sure they really wanted to
2: Mm-hmm. Ju Kwan, that pitcher that you were talking about from the KBO, he, it's so funny, too, because not only is he playing, he's Korean and Chinese, he's playing for China, but he has gone come out and said that he's not going to pitch against Korea. Like he doesn't want to pitch against his <laughs> own country. He's a double agent. <laughs> so even though he's on China's roster, they still don't get him for one of their games. Well, <laughs> the, yeah.
0: The only thing that would have been better is if he were like, I'm only pitching against Korea. And then there's a lot of batting practice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that's the only way he could be more of a fifth column in the, the world baseball classic. Uh,
0: I do think <laughs> so it's hilarious good. that like, I also, I also uh, heard an interview with Vance Worley where he was like, yeah, team China reached out because my mom's from Hong Kong. I'm going to pitch for Great Britain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh,
1: political statement from, oh, man. from the Vanimal. So that's awesome. so, all right.
0: So what do you got on the Czech Republic and Australia?
1: Can I defer to Tom on the Czech Republic? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I I did some research on the Czech Republic. Um, I want to go full disclosure here. Half of it was me figuring out how to pronounce some of these names <laughs> because just full disclosure, um, Czech is a very strange language to read. But yeah. um a couple of the guys that everybody knows about. Everybody knows uh Martin Chervenka. He's the catcher, he's the only guy other than Sogard with any like meaningful professional baseball experience in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um he's a beast in uh baseball extra liga, which is the Czech baseball league. Uh last season. He hit 15 homers and 15 doubles in 197 plate appearances, so you know he can still swing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he may not be their best hitter though, because they do have they have Eric Sogard of Oakland Days fame, one of the famous players that the Oakland Days traded away as soon as he was making anything other than league minimum. <laughs> um, don't quote me on that, but I'm sure that's what happened. Uh, they also have a guy who is in, I believe, Division Two baseball. His name is Marek Kloop. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, I don't this guy. But um, this dude looks like he might actually be a little bit of a beast. Um, I don't know, Sean. I think you posted this video of Kloop, uh, absolutely destroying a baseball out of uh, the Astros stadium. He hit it onto the tracks. He's a uh, monster. Yeah, a lot of people complain about metal bats. They're like, oh, everything sounds the same. Uh, if you watch this video clip, this dude hits this ball with a metal bat and like whoa dude oh like it it rings through the whole stadium he doesn't even like uh, he doesn't even think about running he's like yep that's gone way out so um he was their number three hitter and uh he also made the throw that saved a run in the uh in the qualifiers against spain and uh pretty much i mean that was kind of the moment where at least when i was watching i was like okay it's looking like maybe the czech republic's actually gonna win this yeah so that dude's a stud Uh, a couple other guys who were on the roster um they have martin schneider who was the pitcher in that game and he's famous for he really throws some gas okay he throws about 70 um you can actually watch the pitches arc in. But uh, little known fact about Martin Martin Schneider is he's actually a shortstop and he's actually kind of a hell of a hitter in extra league as well. He hit like I think he hit three ninety six one year. Um, he I think he's one of the better shortstops in the league, so he, he's a little bit of a two way player. Um, however, they do have another guy who I looked up who's even more of a two way player. Um, and I I lost who it is. Who is it? He's like the Shohei Ohtani of extra league. It's wild. Uh, I believe it's God's Merrick Minerick. Dude, I I have no idea. I will take your word for it. I forgot. It could be Chris
0: Hemsworth <laughs> for all I know. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah, that's who it is. It's Chris Hemsworth. But um, they have a lot of guys in this league who like I'm looking at it and they all have hitting and pitching statistics and they're like good. And I'm really only looking up the guys who are all on their roster for World Baseball Classic. But So, you know, we, uh, they have, I think Sean, was it you who had the the graphic with the two way player category or was that the world baseball classic account? No.
2: Yeah. That was Fox sports
1: uh, baseball account. Yeah. So, uh, you know, at the time I erroneously thought it was going to be Otani all the way for the two way player, but who knows? Maybe (laughs) if we get a miracle run from the Czech Republic, um, ultimately, We have seen the Czech Republic at their worst. If you watch the qualifiers, they gave up 20 runs to Spain. Was not great. But um, then they, I think they defeated Germany to stay alive. And then they won probably the most entertaining game of any qualifier ever. And they beat Spain in a rematch. So we've seen them at their worst. And we've also seen them at their best. Um, I think they get ranked like pretty close to the bottom. It's kind of fair but i think that they should probably be above china and they might have a case for being above like nicaragua maybe i mean nicaragua i think do they have any major league players on their roster they got, got Chessler,
0: cuthbert and phillies legend jc ramirez
1: yeah so they, they actually m- got maybe some not but, ramirez the ago but on the other hand i mean spain had they had Noel V Marte. I mean, true. they had some players who are like major league caliber. So it's not like NL Beltre. Before.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: True. one of yeah. the greatest players of Sean, all time.
0: You want to give us your quick thoughts on Czech Republic? Uh,
2: Czech Republic is so fun. I can't wait to watch them play. I want to mm. highlight Marek Klup because he is, he's a beast. He's their right fielder. And I, I have this guy who, uh, he's like my Czech Republic connection. Like he yeah. plays in the Czech extra Liga. Uh, Czech Republic me, like,
0: connection other than Tom. Right. Yeah, yeah other than Tom.
2: Yes, yes. Tom first. <laughs> um, and so he gives me like the inside scoop on all the players. And he said Mark Klup is like known as like the Aaron Judge, the Czech Aaron Judge. Really?
0: So dude is <laughs> that is like, a really important distinction, I yeah. feel like. <laughs> it's Ar- he's not Aaron Judge. He just looks like he compared the yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: He's not Aaron Judge. He's Aaron Judge. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he's like six
2: four like two twenty five. So he's a big dude. Um mm-hmm. and he just he just mashes. He's he's incredible. Um so yeah, he's a national championship, a national champion too, in Division Two college. Mm-hmm. He's he's like their cleanup, I think. But yeah, they're fun. I'm excited to watch them play. I do. I have them ranked above China. They are not the
1: worst in the tournament. I would
0: agree. I would agree. I don't see how
1: you can have them ranked below China. I mean, I don't like see how you can China- have China
0: ranked anybody. Ch- yeah, China anywhere.
1: was doing the bench warmers thing and having one guy out there just pitching. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was like Bugs Bunny against the gas house gorillas. Like he's gonna in every position. Do you want
0: to really fast give us any thoughts you have on Australia? Or do you have something really important to do, like spend time with your wife? No, no, no. Yeah, we can
2: we can really quickly go over it. Um... Are you sure? I don't wanna keep you. I know you got stuff to do. Well, you're probably better at talking about Australia, probably much better about talking about Australia than I am. The only thing
0: that I know about Australia is Aaron Whitefield. And then uh, what's his name? Yeah, Aaron Whitefield's good. I'm telling you that right now. Aaron Whitefield's actually good. He rakes a triple-A. He just hasn't been able to get a hit in like 12 Major League at Bats. Like, don't hold he's that him. He's good. Again. Aaron I, oh, so, good. so
1: yeah. he's, um, he's kind of like that guy Sacramento. He's Moonlight Graham. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. Aaron,
0: Aaron Whitefield's <laughs> good. He's a really good fielder, and he can fly.
1: So, like, if he can hit at
0: all, he's going to be good. They lost made... Curtis Meade and Liam <sighs> Hendricks, which is, like, a total kick in the ball. But one. they have some good players. Like, they have a guy named Alex Hall, who is a major leaguer. He doesn't have a baseball rep. Well, he does, but he's not a major leaguer. But he was called up for one day because they needed an injury replacement catcher. So, oh. he's in the pension fund, right? <laughs> yeah. Me. I'm sure he's in the Players Association. Yeah, um, he has more major that, league
1: experience have... than I do.
0: Yo, this is awesome. This is a story out of here getting any hype. Sean, I need you to promote it. There's a guy named Chris Oxpring. Who I was about to in- say his name. I was literally <laughs> say Chris Oxpring. I don't know anything about him other than the fact that he's 45. and is Oh, a- dude, he's hilarious. He pitched in 2005 for the Padres. in like a couple yes. of games, yeah. and that was it. And then he went over to, like, KBO. I want to say he pitched in NPB too, and he's been floating around. And, and I watched an ABL game this year, and I saw Chris Oxpring, and he, like, had a gut, and he's, like, 45. And I was like, oh, man, this poor guy is, like, still trying to hang on. He has, like, a two ERA in the ABL, which, granted, it's the ABL, but, like, he's still, like, getting people out. It's incredible. He's done Uh, 39
2: innings. He has a 2.15 ERA. I literally already had a page pulled up. He hadn't pitched (laughs) since 2019. Yeah. And then just comes in and throws a two one five. ERA. Dude, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, I love it. I want to see Chris Oxburn go there and just gas people away with, like, 85. Yeah, the the Martin Schneider act. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Throw those loopy fastballs. The only other big league experience guy they have is a guy named Warwick Saupold, who was a Tigers reliever for a couple of years, and he pitched in the KBO. He's pretty good. He's still like a good reliever in the ABL for the Heat, so he's got to keep your eye on Other than that, there's a guy named Kyle Glogoski, he was a Rule 5 minor league pick of the Reds, and he'll probably make his Mm. major league debut, if not this year, in 2024. Mm. Um, But the cool thing about him, he's playing for Australia, but if he makes the majors, he'll be the first ever New Zealand player, which would be cool. Oh, that Um, is cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um they only cool. have one other guy who's not Australian born. He's a guy named Ulrich Boyarski, who's an outfielder in the Tigers system. And he's okay. He was hitting pretty well and then he got hit in the head by a pitch and that kind of derailed him. But he's okay. He's like a lefty swinging outfielder. So Weak. he's a South African guy, but he qualifies somehow. Other than that, I'm taking a look over the roster to see if they have any minor league guys. There's a guy named Robbie Glenn Dinning, who's sort of a utility infield type uh for the i think he's on the royals he was uh system he was in the pirate system for a while uh he had like an 800 ops last year in double a so he's he's pretty good um there's their a manager lot of is dave nilson dave nilson in australian baseball history <laughs> yeah that's one thing i want to talk about i think and i i don't like when people talk about like the human element in baseball and like this guy's a veteran he's got great like that doesn't matter but i do really like that their coaching staff is chock full of people who know what they're doing so they've got dave yeah. nilson big league veteran all-star really really good player they have graham lloyd he won two world series with the yankees and they've got a lot of guys who uh chris adamson is a coach in the philly system and he's the coach of the uh adelaide giants they have jim bennett who's like a lifelong american coach and uh Mm. there's another guy i want to talk about i forget but they have they have a bunch of guys who are like really really experienced so i like that about them um other than that they have a couple of guys who are like coming up in the minor leagues that might be like jack o'laughlin's 22 and he's uh he's in the tiger system and will sheriff is 20 years old he's in the diamondback system and blake townsend's in the mariner system so they've got a couple of guys but other than that it's a lot of like abl vets like tim atherton who like reached double a triple a kind of peaked and now they're playing in the abl for a long time so i feel like they're sort of the next evolution of the czech republic where like the czech republic's league i don't think is on the quite on the tier of the abl and the abl is better because they have a lot of major league guys that went over and played um Mm -hmm. so i feel like in 10 years maybe the czech republic can get to be that level of being like oh peter is playing over here how about that um so yeah i think australia is solidly in like the bottom five teams but i think they're definitely better than china and the czech republic so the way i know i'm bogarting the microphone sorry sean but basically (laughs) what my my prediction is australia loses to japan obviously I think Australia beats China. I think Australia can beat the Czech Republic, but who knows? The Czech Republic is cool. I think there is a world where they can hold their own with China. I think the problem is, with I'm Korea? sorry, with, with Korea. Yeah. I meant the problem is from everything that I've read about the Korean team. Uh, their manager is going, okay, we're not beating Japan, so there's no point in trying. The we're gonna beat China and we're gonna beat the Czech Republic. So the only competition we have is Australia. So he's, mm-hmm. I think he's pitching his ace, Un Kim, against australia and just going yeah, go to go all out to right yeah he's going to go all out to win that game because that way if they win that game they're basically into the next round because they have three yep. wins the rest of the way right. so i think that's the problem is they're going to run into like a buzz song korea stranger things have happened it would be really cool because it really is if they can beat korea then they're then they're going to go to the next round so yeah who knows you know if they have glogoski or something pitch a gem and then they get like a couple homers that'd be really cool so they, there's like a 10 percent chance i think they could make it but i don't see it you got any thoughts sean
2: that uh, The way that you kind of like rank Pool B is exactly how I see it too. I think you were the first one to say it and I was like, yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. It's like Japan and Korea and then there's China and Czech Republic and then Australia is uh, like right in the middle. Like they're not good enough to be in that top tier, but they're not as bad as the bottom two. So yeah. I, I think you're right. And what Odell said, I, I've heard as well, like their first game is against Korea. So I would like, it's supposed to be Kwon hyun Kim. So yeah, that's going to be brutal to, to try yeah. to get it off of him. But other mm. than that, that that's that's the ranking. I also see that pool. Like it's it's a definitive top two.
0: Yeah, right. they they are fortunate to be in a pool where if they can sneak out a win, then they're on to the next round, pretty much. Yes, I just don't see it happening. But it is like if they were in any other pool, then there's three or four teams ahead of them, so it's not going to happen really fast. Can I ask your opinion on something, Sean? Yep. This is something I really don't like about the World Baseball Classic, and I understand it has to do with time zones and stuff. It's very unfair. Like because if you put Israel in this pool, they're the second best team. They're ahead of Mm -hmm. Korea. I'm saying that right now. But either way, they're way ahead of Australia. You know what I mean? But Israel instead is in a a thing with four teams that are better than Australia. You know what I mean? Like I don't like the way they do it. Is that just because players – like do they really look at it and go, oh, Israel is going to be all Americans. We'll put them in an American-like pool pool, so that will help them out. Australia is in the same time zone as Japan. That will help. Like, Is that how they do it? So I – let me see. They finally –
2: finally hosted the 2023 World Baseball Classic rules and regulations. So Ooh. they actually have like the method that they use to rank these teams and put them into each pool. Mm-hmm. So of course a big part of it is regional. Like Japan's not going to play over here or right. or Korea um, and vice versa. But from what it what I see, it says first the federations represent representing each pool host country will be assigned. So the four teams that are representing like the host countries. Second, the teams that participated in the final four of the 2017 world baseball classic will then be assigned as top seeds for each of the individual pools. Third, it says finally that remaining teams will be assigned based on the on December 21st, 2021 WBC, WBSC rankings in order to guarantee competitive balance. And then it says commercial geographic and geopolitical considerations may also be applied to this process. And I think that last part is probably where it's like, that could be yeah. a thing like yeah. like geographic and geopolitical considerations. Uh, I mean, it would make so much more sense if it was like Cuba in pool D instead of Israel, and then having Israel in pool A with the other European countries. I don't yeah. know why they had to make it like this, because it just
0: seems pretty inconvenient for for everyone. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think I you know. nailed it on your last podcast when you said ideally they get to a point where you hold one big competition in one city or at least in one nation and yeah, then right. you can just say okay what's the best way to balance these pools but it's mm-hmm. mlb so what are the odds they're going to do it right yeah, yeah. It, that would make that
2: would make the most sense for sure like that's how the world right. cup does it that's how the olympics does it if you just have everybody all together within the same region at least for this whole tournament there wouldn't be any like there wouldn't be any advantage that certain pools would have over others or and it would be so much easier to randomize it Across right. all pools rather than always having to have Japan and Korea together or always having US, Mexico, and Canada right. to
0: get it together. So, no, no. I also feel like it would be so much more of an event because, like, when the WBC is in like Arizona or Miami, like, that's cool. I would love to go, but like, it's not the end of the world. But if you had the best players in the world playing all in Taiwan, I feel like that would yeah. bring a lot of attention to Taiwan. Or we, like all. Yeah. Or, like, all 20
2: fan bases all in one city. Like, that is Mm -hmm. so much fun
1: to get to know, like, all these people. that that, That would probably be the coolest. I bet part of the problem is just because a lot of the United States, which is the biggest baseball country, most of the country in March, you can't really play baseball. So, I'd be willing to bet maybe that's part of the problem. But, like, we still have the cities that they're using i mean phoenix and miami are going to be fine yeah. so
0: not to mention texas and california and stuff yeah
1: yeah i think it should always be in miami or
2: la look those are just the easiest with the most facilities and
1: yeah california yeah. i mean california like southern california has what like three or four major league stadiums they get yeah la yeah. they got anaheim uh who about san diego san diego I mean, yeah. really yeah and yeah. then um yeah, I mean, San Francisco is kind of far away, but yeah, it's too far. But like, Sean, I mean, you have enough stadiums, so yeah, we,
0: we've kept Sean 11 minutes past his bedtime. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, <no>. is, is, <laughs> oh, no. is there anything you want to talk about that we didn't get to, or are you like, hey, I have food on the stove? <laughs>
2: no, this was great. I'm so glad that we got to do this. I told you we <laughs> did one. Oh, yeah
0: get one in sooner than later so (laughs) this was so fun man i really appreciate it real fast before you go why don't you plug your i was gonna say plug yourself that's not a bet why don't you uh, (laughs) Uh, well hey that too (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. why don't you plug why don't you plug everything you got going on yeah so twitter
2: at sean underscore spradling youtube just my name sean spradling the wbc central podcast um tiktok is at sean spradling i just post a lot of stuff about the wbc so if you like the tournament uh follow me um I'm trying to figure out if there's a way for me to get down to either of the pools right now that's kind of the thing i'm trying to figure out so if any of your uh, th- couple thousand followers has any
1: ideas them yeah. to hit me up yeah, a couple thousand uh, yeah. i did look up what it costs to go to uh miami i don't think that some of those games are all that expensive i think like the team is real games are like 96 bucks for like not that bad seat, yeah, but the problem so. is you
0: got to go to miami and stay there and stuff and yeah know. at yeah.
1: miami known place that very few oh, people i do have to. a really <laughs> fast
0: question for you sean if you still have one second yeah uh when is the next wbc i saw somewhere they're they're gonna do 2026 and then 2020 uh whatever 29 and then get it back on track is that true i've been
2: wondering this for a long time and it finally i i think i saw that post too i've, mm-hmm. I've found out that it's officially 2026 it's supposed to be 2026 so we're back to the the
0: wonderful news years. why are yeah. we not talking about that more
2: I don't know yeah. it's it's great that means that a lot of these players that are playing now it's only gonna be three years away for
0: a lot of those old guys yeah. they actually might have a chance to play again so yeah, yeah. So, it's, it, so it's 2026 2029 and then back onto the four four-year schedule i believe so i'm pretty sure it's
2: 29 um the only so it, it, I, I know for a fact that it's 2026 i think it was written in the cba that it has to be 2026 um and then with because of COVID, they had to push everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing about 2026 is that's going to be weird is that it's the exact same time as the Winter Olympics. The Winter Olympics are like two weeks before, not that there's baseball mm-hmm. in the Winter Olympics or anything, but it's just still it's like just at the moment. Big, it's going so to it's, it's gonna with, be there. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work out, but I'm, I mean, it's still super exciting that it's earlier than, than we thought. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. I just wanted to ask, yeah, okay, that's great, man. Th- Sean, thanks yeah. for coming on and thanks for letting me uh keep you longer than you should have. Yeah, no, thanks this for is, sticking around.
2: It's always so much fun. I, I'm i sad that we didn't use more uh, drops on your board.
1: I sound can drops, fix that. But...
3: Oh! <laughs>
1: there we go. <laughs> and, well, and, you ready, know, ready? Once you know the World Baseball classic's
0: that? over... Once the World Baseball Classic's over, I'm sure your schedule will free up. We can do more regular things. All
2: yeah. all six thousand people that followed me in the last couple months are gonna unfollow me, and then we can just do this podcast every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When
0: I met you, yeah. we first started chatting. you like two hundred followers. I like the <laughs> idea of just falling all the way back from there. <laughs> yeah,
1: get <laughs> yeah, right back to where we started. Sounds yeah. kind of nice, honestly. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. 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 All right, man. G- get get out of here. You got better things to do than talk to our stupid faces.
2: I'm gonna go eat dinner.
0: <laughs> All right, deal, man. Thanks again. Tell your wife All right, I Sean. thank you for sparing you.
2: Of course. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> All Sean, right, see you later. Thanks.
0: Bye. Sean, that was awesome. I really enjoyed playing Elmer Descends. First and foremost, we're we're, we're going to have Sean on at some point. Just do an entire episode of games, and it'll be really fun. Yeah, probably um, post
1: World Baseball Classic. But...
0: Yeah, I'm assuming we're probably not going to get Sean on again before the World Baseball Classic, hey, just because he's so busy.
1: Sorry, he's so busy, man. Whoa! Don't don't say that.
0: He hit no, us you up. know what it is. No, we need to we need to drop. You know what we need to drop for, so that I can say something like, I don't know if we're gonna have Sean on again before the World Baseball Classic you can go. God forbid. God forbid. But yeah, for we now, need... we'll
1: we'll use this one. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna have Sean on again. Take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> so, listen, our our current winner for the uh, um, Elmer Descends yearly tournament. We are going to be keeping a running uh game of elmer descends going and Mm. what we've talked about is at the end of the year whoever had the winner of the whole year will get a custom elmer descends jersey
0: (laughs) yes a dhk
1: jersey so that's not expensive So fans here's what i join
0: here's what i yes if there's a fan out there who wants to come play elmer descends with us and again the rules are you just name the most random player you can think of if somebody wants to come on email us at the baseball pod at gmail.com or tweet at us at the baseball pod too and we'd be more than happy to have on anybody to play a
1: game we should have Odell on again to play a game but well that's a subject for another time yeah so um, um but yes. Yeah, so Brian LeHair our reigning champion all right um, what I say excellent we're, figuring, work.
0: we're figuring this out on the air what I say is we tally up all the all the winners of each individual game for this season of the game and then at the end we pick a winner of those so what is it randy Choate and El, and brian LaHare so far yeah so
1: far <laughs> so far yeah, i LeHair thought i put a in movie. a strong showing with augie ojeda i Augeo gotta say
0: Ojeda was really good we're gonna have to play some more games we're gonna have to have sean on and play like a real game like melvin, melvin mora, mora or brendan
1: yeah. ryan or something yeah well brendan um, ryan's so- in the same category as <laughs> uh yeah but it's a nice little wrinkle yeah it's a nice little twist for those of you who don't know Um, brendan ryan is our game where you have to try to name the player with the lowest ops plus like 30 (laughs) to 40 is kind of the sweet spot and the thing is that they can't be a guy who only had like 11 at bats like i think our i think it was
0: i think it was like 100 to 200 plate appearances was our threshold so they had to have like, enough plate appearances that you could go it might have been a full season where it might have been like 500 or something no i think to have had plate to be appearances. They had we to have enough we didn't really plate have like a set number yeah
1: it was just like you know they they didn't just get a cup of coffee like i think the the winner of the first game was Arjenis Reyes.
0: heinous <laughs> reyes who had good. like a hundred
1: at bats for the mets in 2008 and yeah. the only reason I remembered him was because I thought he was Jose Reyes' brother, and then I looked him up and I was like, mm, "Well, they are." Not I, think, I think I
0: think I'm I'm think I'm thinking this up right on the spot. I think we should create a game called Mark Belanger, and it's the same thing as Brendan Ryan, but they have to be an All Star.
1: Okay, I'm here for that.
0: But anyway, if anybody wants to come on and play a game, hit us up. We're more than willing to. Hit Sean us up at? That was what? Hit us oh, up at email us at the baseball pod at gmail.com or tweet at us at the baseball pod too. And, uh, that was really fun. Everybody go follow Sean. Everybody go follow Odell. Odell's awesome for Korean baseball news, which I know nothing about. So that's why I follow him. Sean's literally the only person I have notifications for on. And I love getting mm-hmm. notifications that say here's Columbia's
1: replica jersey. It's awesome. Tom, anything you want to say before we go? There's only one thing I want to say everybody as always,
0: Until next time, this has been the Baseball Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Baseball Podcast.